Virtual Assistant Podcast, episode number 35. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Virtual Assistant Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And of course, this is the weekly podcast devoted to sharing with you my journey on what it's like to delegate your most important tasks, maybe, to a virtual assistant. Anyway, folks, as you know, since the beginning of the years, that is exactly what my life has been about. It's been about doing what I do best and delegating the rest. In fact, I remember, I think it was, uh, I think it was 2009. What I had deemed for my business, it was the year of the community, and it was a year where I would make sure that everything I did was all it was all around the idea and the understanding that I'll never forget that it's the community that makes gspn.tv and podcastanswerman.com and everything that I do with my online business and brand and all this other stuff that it that it all started because of the community and it all start and it, and it all has grown and has become successful as the result of the community and of course you know I'd like to say that I've had some part to do with some of that but when it all came down to it 2009 it was the year of the community and 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 so I like to I like to have these themes I like to have these themes uh, for for each year and of course the theme for 2010 I, I had already set it out it's like 2010 the main theme for me is delegation this is the year of delegating things out you know I I can't handle it all I can't do it all there are things that I do that I do extremely well and things that I'm not so passionate about and and so I decided that it was time to hire a virtual assistant and you guys know this journey well I've been sharing it with you since April of this year and 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 have been doing so on a week by week basis now, uh, first and foremost, I do want to say, I know that this is crazy and it drives a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, it drives about four or five people that I know of nuts when I actually explain why I'm late on delivering a podcast episode when chances are you probably didn't even realize it was late because this happens to be the time of the week when you actually record, listen to it anyway, or you've downloaded like 40 of these. But I, I did have strep throat last week and I was down for the count. Uh, I found out, I started feeling a little weird, a little, uh, yeah, a little weird on Tuesday, started having a little lump in my throat. It was Tuesday, that same day that my daughter, uh, Megan, uh, was diagnosed with strep throat, and, and I had my suspicions that I might be coming down with it as well. Uh, and of course, I think it was that, I think it was that night when, um, uh, or it was the, it was just a little bit earlier in the week when Andrea had notified me that she was giving me the 30-day notice, and I had shared uh, that in the previous episode. Episode 34 of this podcast was titled The Most Devastating News in My Virtual Assistant Journey, and it was. It was, it, as far as my virtual assistant journey goes, it was devastating to hear that Andrea was going to give me a 30-day notice, and uh and she was, it's not that she's leaving me, she's just moving on. She had some other opportunities that she couldn't pass up. So 
I, I completely, you know, understand that that was a potential thing. It was my greatest fear. As a matter of fact, I, I have down a note that in the future I want to do some, you know, maybe, you know, what are the greatest fears of, of you know, um, hiring a virtual assistant and, and how to overcome them. So hopefully I'll get to that. But anyway, last week, uh, just everything kind of just all hit at once. And I guess something happened with Andrea's opportunity the, such that she needed to make her uh, transition even quicker than what I was even ready for. I was I was all prepared to have you know a thirty day transition period of time, and and the folks over at Contemporary VA went. I mean they they have been above the. I mean it's just been out of the out of this world how on top of things they've been and and making uh, this transition as as you know as as fluid as possible. And then uh, I think they were even shocked when when Andrea had announced that you know that that you know she's not going to even be able to finish out the thirty days, uh, and so uh, it was right after I had found it was right when I was on Wednesday I was making a doctor's appointment to go get uh, checked out for uh, strep throat. I was confirmed to have you know the 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 test was positive and and I got a big old shot with an antibiotic and. And uh, needed to rearrange my a couple of consulting calls and and some things were just you know up in the air and I and I get this call from Andrea and she's like you know I I hate to do this but but um you know I I, I I'm not going to be able to finish the month and and you know I whatever the circumstances may be you know I, again you you guys have heard me I mean 34 previous episodes this is the 35th episode and you've never heard me say a negative thing about Andrea and an, and and it's not that Andrea is perfect, but Andrea has been a tremendous blessing. And it's and and if she, and if there's some reason she needs to do something, there's a reason. And 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 I just I just understand that. And so, um, you know, it, it is as hard and as painful as a you know transition you know may become as the result of not even having you know a couple weeks notice to transition things out. I, I understand some things come up. Life happens. It, it, it's not always easy. And, and that's one of the things, if I've ever had any kind of uh, feedback from my audience that says, well, Cliff, you know, boy, my, my journey just isn't as sunshiny as yours because I tried it and this is what happened and it just didn't work out. And you know what? It, it's not it's not always easy. Uh, things have, I mean, now things have been very good with Andrea, but things haven't always been easy. Uh, there's been a, you know, have there been some mistakes that Andrea's made? Yeah, and and you know, I just deal with that. I understand. Matter of fact, I I I understand mistakes will be made, and so therefore, I have follow ups in place, and 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 I have procedures. I'm a very detailed person. If you haven't noticed that about me, and so so it's not been easy, but I re- but I recognize that it. I've had some pretty smooth sailing. For the most part, especially when it comes to hiring a virtual assistant, I got very—I was very blessed to have Andrea right out of the gate, and and the thought of replacing her, I shared last week, and I'm like, I just don't know. I—I I mean, is this—is this really going to be possible? And I tried to have that positive attitude in episode 34 a couple weeks ago when I when I released that episode, and and you know, I I, I felt like I was pretty positive, but I'll be honest with you, there there are times I'm like, ugh. Seriously, I don't I I don't know if I can trust another person. I don't know if I can do this. And um well yeah, I you know I I I'm like yeah, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get through this. And then all of a sudden, I don't know if, how you guys are, but when I get sick, 
when I'm sick, it's like I'm dying. I'm like, ugh, I can't do anything. And and not to mention the fact that when I can't do anything, then I'm not being productive. I'm not doing things. And and I and personality trait or flaw or whatever you might want to call it, sometimes when I'm not being productive, I feel sometimes I feel a little bit less about myself and I feel a little less confident and I feel a little bit more down and and uh surprisingly through all of this i've remained overall pretty positive i I must say that my forward thinking creativity and momentum and and confidence levels are there's a little bit of dent in the armor there and and i feel like i'm going to bounce back pretty quickly here but i'll just say that this has been this has been a difficult this has been a difficult uh week and a half for me and it, and it's and it's not just because of my VA journey but it's because of being sick on my back um it it's it's doing all of that coming back from being away from, from vacation and not completely being caught up from that and and uh and then you know and then all of a sudden it's just like we're coming up on the holidays where obviously there's going to be time off and and uh you know, just things, you know, I don't have any, I don't have any real income generators in place for the rest of this month. I hadn't, I hadn't created any more webinars at this point yet. And I just, just a lot of things are up in the air and unknown. And then all of a sudden, you know, there was the 30 day notice. And then all of a sudden last week, it was, you know, the same day that I'm, I'm officially, you know, told, yeah, you do have strep throat and boy, did I feel it. <laughs> um, and then I and then I've all of a sudden, you know, I've got Thursday last week of recording podcast or scheduled podcast. I I'll just share with you. I, I recorded a bunch of episodes, but uh, I let most of my co-hosts do the talking. And in fact, I brought like the co-host from Social Media Serenity and Balanced Living Weekly over to help my help. I got a Mac co-host and and I did the same thing kind of sort of with the Social Media Serenity podcast. Stephanie did full time mom on her own. Balanced Living Weekly, Father Roderick did that show pretty much practically by himself. He brought me in for a couple minutes, and boy, I sounded horrible. Um, Business Tech Weekly, I actually did that full show with Andy, and it about killed me. I did Family from the Heart, and it about killed me. And here's the deal. I did all of that, and guess who posted those episodes for me? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody posted those episodes for me, and I could not post them myself. And... So Thursday went by, no post, no episodes. I've got podcasts recorded, but none of them processed and none of them put online. And Friday came along and I'm feeling just a little bit better, but still not so much. I slept most of the day. And so, yeah, not much done there either. Saturday came along and I had to, I mean, I was pretty much up against the deadline for um, putting some digital products together, uh, the digital recordings of a webinar that I did the week before, I had pretty much promised everybody, hey, within a week, you'll get the recordings of this. And these people have already paid me a lot of money. And and so uh, on Saturday, I was feeling, uh, I would, I'd say I was feeling about 40% myself. And and I had to process all of that. And, and I just barely had the energy to do it all. And I got it done. And after I had got it done, I'm like, I'm going to bed. And so another day where my podcast episodes did not get processed, and and then all of a sudden, um, you know, uh, Sunday comes along, and I normally don't do any work on Sunday, but I had promised another client that I would create a website for him, and so I I I made you know I, I promised him I said hey this will be done I'll, I'll make sure that this gets done by the end of this weekend. And of course, I I promised that before I had strep throat. 
and I had all this extra time. So I worked all day Sunday on his website and again, an entire day with those episodes not done. And of course, yesterday, um, I I did some training. I'll, I, I guess I should back up at this point and tell you that I did do some interviews, and I'm going to share with you about the interviews that I did for a new virtual assistant. And and I and and I'll just share this. I will tell you this. I think it was Tuesday of last week. Yes, it was. It was Tuesday morning of last week before I was sick. Okay, before I. I mean, I think at that point I was just had the beginning of a sore throat, but I was still. I was. I, I did interview three. I had three virtual assistants that were scheduled for an interview on. Tuesday morning. The first person I interviewed and I'm like, okay, this is somebody I might potentially think about and stuff like that. And and uh, the second person that I talked to, I was like, oh, wow, I, whoa, that was weird. I, I had a real connection with this person. And I'm like, matter of fact, I'm like, you know, I'm pretty sure I'd want to work with this person. And I'll just share with you. Her name is Amy. And, uh, and, and after I talked with Amy, I'm like, you know, I I think I think that first person I spoke to, and I I, I was talking to um, Colleen and some other people there at Contemporary VA, and I said, you know, I, that first person that I interviewed, I think she'll be a great, I think she'll be a great virtual assistant. I think she's a she's somebody that's going to be you know able to be given some tasks, and she's going to complete them. I have no doubt about that. But I I'm really excited about Amy, and here are the reasons why. And I and I'm going to share with you the interview that I the or the interview the interview questions that I used to kind of you know suss all of this out and and so much so that you know it I was convinced after asking the questions and 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 having the interaction with Amy that I'm like I, I'm pretty sure I, I want to work with Amy I'm 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 all I'm almost excited about this and in fact I feel almost feel guilty for being excited about working with Amy and the reason why that is is because I was like but. You know, because I, I, you know, Andrea's always been my assistant and, and I don't want Andrea to think that I was ever unhappy with her because I, I really, I wasn't, I mean, I was always thoroughly pleased with Andrea, but I am excited about working with Amy. And and it's like, I did not expect to be excited about working with somebody new so quickly. It, it, It threw me for a loop and I'm like, okay, wow, that's interesting. It was so much so that I actually uh, talked to Colleen and said, you know, I, I really, Colleen is like a project manager or she, she oversees, I don't know what the entire, you know, the how the hierarchy of, of contemporary VA goes, but I, I will say that things are pretty cool over there, how they have it laid out. But anyway, I was saying that, you know, I almost don't want to interview the third person because I, I feel like I've already made my decision. And we, 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 we actually started out, we were going to do the interview and then, um, the, the third person had some issues with getting Skype working and, and stuff like that. They had, they had not really used Skype before, but they had, she had just installed it and, and, uh, she wasn't able to get it working. And I, and I, I basically said, I said, you know what, let's, let's just go ahead and cancel this one. Cause I, I'm, pr- I, I know I want to work with Amy, you know, that, that's who I want to work with next. And uh, I made sure to contact that third person and I, I got her phone number and I called her by phone and I said, listen, I want you to understand it is not because you couldn't get Skype working. It was not because you experienced this one technical glitch. That's not what lost it for me. I, I had already interviewed somebody previously and, and, and uh, 
I had made that decision. And of course, I, I think I either wrote or called the first person I talked to and, and said, you know, hey, I just want to let you know I um, I went with, you know, another person. And so I, I was very upfront and and I contacted Amy and I let her know that I, I chose to work with her. And so that was on Wednesday, on Tuesday. Now, it wasn't until Wednesday that I found out that there would be, you know, Wednesday afternoon when I'm sick that I found out there was going to be zero transition time. There was there'd be no time where Andrea would be able to train Amy on my procedures, especially, you know, posting podcast episodes on Thursday. And, um, you know, and, and of course, I didn't have any time to train Amy on how to do it. You know, once I found out that that Andrea wasn't going to post them on Thursday, I had there, there's no way I had time. I had no time. I was I was sick. I was not feeling well. And I just had no time to train. And and here's the deal: there there is a very detailed manual, um, a manual that if you're on a retainer package with them, and I think that after you've been there for 30 days, um, once you've been there for 30 days, is it 30 or 60? I can't remember. But after you've been there for a certain period of time, and they have a good feeling that you're going to be be a, a you know an, an ongoing client, then they create this manual. And this manual is like a step-by-step procedure manual on all the different things that you do. And that way, if somebody's sick or out for two weeks, somebody else can pick up and do them. Well, Andrea is pretty detailed. And um, technically speaking, I believe that I could have given those those episodes to Amy and said, hey, run with it. But if you know me, you know that that's just not going to fly. I, I want to... I want to actually be the one who trains and and to walk through and say, hey, do you understand what I'm doing here? Do you understand this process? And and I want, do you have any questions about why I do things this way? I want to make sure that I'm the one who trains on some of these procedures. And um, so, yeah, I, I basically said, you know, hey, uh, I, I want to train you, but this week's just not going to be the week for it. So back to the whole thing. And of course, I had no when you've heard me talk about how Friday went, how Saturday went, how Sunday went, you understand that I had really no time to train. Monday morning, uh, which of course is yesterday as I'm recording this, uh, I was feeling a, a lot better. Wasn't feeling 100%. I still don't feel 100%, but I'm feeling a lot better. I can talk. I can swallow. <laughs> I couldn't even swallow before. It was really bad. It was so painful. But anyway, here I am. I'm back, uh, and and yesterday I scheduled. I think we scheduled an hour for me to train Amy on some new projects, but um, pro- processing podcast episodes weren't at the top of the list. There were other more urgent things that I needed Amy to start working on, which was I trained her on how to do my uh, my PayPal reports uh, for for all my income that comes in via PayPal and how to enter that in line item by line item into my QuickBooks online. So I trained her on that. I trained her on my calendar, on scheduling, on um, we set up a Google Voice account so that you know people can call uh, a Google Voice number and it rings to her. Uh, we set up, um, uh, you know, I, the, I, I taught her a procedure on how to um, look into my email inbox and then find out, you know, what it is I need her to do inside of my inbox and then and how I actually will be processing and following up on those things. Um, how she logs certain profit categories for me, like digital product sales, how she logs that for me. 
uh, in various dis- different systems. And you guys have probably heard me talk about HiRise, my client relationship management software or my customer relationship. Anyway, it, 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 CRM software. HiRise, HQ.com is what it is. Anyway, um, I trained her on HiRise. I set her up an account there. I sent her up at her own email address at ravenscraft.org. You guys may know that um, I had set up, uh, by the way, this is good information here, I will let you know. Originally, when I set up Andrea, an account in my Google Apps email address, I set it up where her account was andrea at ravenscraft.org. And then you can actually add these things called nicknames to that account. So you don't have to create all these different accounts. You can actually add a nickname. So I added a nickname called Assistant at, you know, Assistant. And then the other nickname was VA. So so basically, anytime anybody like send an email address to assistant at ravenscraft.org, um, that would actually go to Andrea's inbox because, the, you know, it associated those nicknames with her account. Well, I realized, you know what I should have done is I shouldn't have actually created it under Andrea. I should have created the account as assistant. So I actually went in and I, I, I checked her email inbox and it turns out there was actually two things in there that needed to be uh, processed from clients that communicated directly to Andrea. And so I just forwarded those on to my inbox and then I went in and I deleted that email account altogether, completely deleted it. I created a new email account called assistant at ravenscraft.org and that account I added nicknames and the nicknames that I added there were um, Amy, uh, A-I-M-E-E is her is how she spells her name. Now since her name is, is maybe what I wouldn't consider to be the traditional spelling of Amy, I also set up a nickname A-M-Y at ravenscraft.org and I also set a nickname for um, uh, VA at ravenscraft.org. So all four of those things will go into this assistant at ravenscraft.org. And of course, we set it up to where if she emails out, it'll actually, you know, have her name in the field and it has a signature that, that, you know, it looks like she's from my organization and it makes it more personalized and professional in my opinion. So I set that up. And then, of course, I went into my account and I went into my account and I actually added... Um, Andrea as a nickname on my personal email account at, you know, the cliff at ravenscraft.org. And so now, and then I created a filter. Now I went into Google and I, I clicked on filters and I created a new filter and I said, anytime any mail comes in that is written to Andrea at, to the email address, Andrea at ravenscraft.org. And then I click next step um label you know apply this label and i created a new lab- label and in all caps that entire label it's a huge label it says this email was sent to andrea at ravenscraft.org and so and i applied you know i started that label and so what i did is i went into a different email account uh that that i have from my old insurance days and i went in and i sent an email to uh andrea at ravenscraft.org And sure enough, it shows up in my inbox, in my personal inbox, and it actually has this big, huge, gigantic orange label that says, this message was sent to Andrea at ravenscraft.org. That lets me know that somebody's tried to communicate with Andrea at her old email address, and I know that I can then forward that on to Amy to process for me, or I can communicate to them, say, hey, you know, I'm 
you know, Andrea is no longer working for me. I have a new assistant. Her name's Amy and she can handle this for you or I can handle this for you or whatever the case may be. So the transition there is taking place. And, and um, so what I want to say is that my interview uh, that I did with Amy pro- proved to be very helpful because I will say with my um, with with my training session with Amy and the things that she's already done for me and is doing for me, such as, you know, following up on some of these voicemails that people are calling in about, you know, setting up consulting calls and and some of these other technical tasks that I've given her to do for me. She's doing a really great job at them already with very little training. Now, the thing is, is, is you know, props goes to Andrea. Props goes also to Contemporary VA because she's like, you know, a lot of this stuff's already in the manual. And, and a lot of this stuff, you know, the, the things that you're training me here, this is all pretty much in the manual. And she's made some adjustments because, you know, I've made some adjustments since I originally t- trained Andrea. And so, uh, and and there were some adjustments that I'm like, well, you know what? I've always been meaning to make these adjustments, but let's go ahead and make these adjustments now. So, so yeah, it, it's been very, it's been a very good transition experience so far. Um, and the only thing is, though, is is I still haven't trained her on uh, my podcast production. So here I am. I I just finished. Just now, today, right as right before I hit the record button here, and I'm looking, and uh, give me one second. Yeah, it looks like four. I, I've actually had seven podcast episodes that I've already recorded that just needed to be processed and uploaded, and I just realized I need to go and down delete all of those because I forgot to tag them. Ah, anyway, that was a complete wasted 25 minutes of uploading four shows. Ah, I f- can't believe I forgot that process. Anyway. Back to this show. Oh, goodness. So, yeah, I mean, the the thing is now, again, this has nothing to do with the transition period because, you know, I haven't trained her on all of this stuff. Well, here's the thing. The stuff that I'm talking about, really, the fact is is that I, I was almost glad that she wasn't trained but I'm not glad that these things aren't online. Um, but but at the same time, I just had, I would not have had time to even process these files and to name them and to to tag them and to upload them until just today, just the, to, right now. Um, and recording this virtual assistant podcast episode, which is late, and last week's podcast answer man episode, which is you know now late. Um, but yeah, so I'm not I'm not. But but again, that has nothing to do with the transition. This is just a part of you know the transition, and I'm sure I, I'm I'm feeling pretty confident that you know Amy's going to do a good job on picking up on my you know my production workflow. Now I do want to share with you one. Actually, no, you know what? Next week, next week I will share with you how things went in podcast production because I I want to get back to this whole idea of. Um, how the interview, how, how did I find the right virtual assistant? And I want to say, wow, I am so glad that I had more than one person to interview personally. I, I, I requested that. I'm like, listen, you know, I, I, I think with Contemporary VA, how it normally works is that, you know, you would, you know, if your virtual assistant was was leaving for whatever reason, or if you just requested a different virtual assistant because you just weren't gelling with the one that, that had been assigned to you, I think they normally would just assign you a new virtual assistant to, to work with. 
um, and and work in that transition period with you. Um, and 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 I'm I, I one thing I do know about contemporary VA is is they're very customer service satisfa- satisfaction. And and of course, you guys all know that Contemporary VA is the sponsor of this podcast. And if you don't know that, full disclosure, Contemporary VA has been sponsoring this podcast since its inception and uh, currently has, uh, you know, guaranteed me sponsorship through the end of this month. So uh, I'm going to call for one second. So one second, I'm going to pause here. Anyway, uh, but... Here's the deal. I, I I didn't want to just have somebody assigned to me, and and I think that if you were to just ask and and to communicate what it is that you think would be best, you could do this. But um, for me, I requested to 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 interview some folks, and I wanted to know as much as I could know about these people beforehand. And so what I did is I asked them to to propose a couple different people, and to, and I asked them to schedule me an interview with these proposed new virtual assistants that would like to interview for taking over my, you know, over the Andrea's position. And um, basically, I, I wanted them to all to know that, you know, please give them the information of who I am and what, you know, the, you know, provide them with links, whatever you want to do, whatever they want to do to prepare for the interview. That's great. Um, all three of these interviewees had almost an entire week. I think they had six days to prepare for the interview. Uh, which I thought was great and plenty of time to to get to know me and who I am. I mean, you mean all you need to do, folks, seriously, uh, and just a little hint here, just go to google.com and just type in Cliff Space Ravenscraft, all right? That's all you got to do. Just type that in and you're pretty much going to know anything and everything you ever wanted to know and then some about who I am and what I do, Okay. There, there is, there is nothing else that you need to do than just one single, you know, twenty minutes uh, with the one, the first page of results. You would know everything you'd want that I would want you to know uh, when preparing to do an interview with me. Now, I don't know if the same can be true for you in a Google search, but, but um, you know, I was hoping to find somebody who would be who would care. One of the things that I liked about Andrea initially is I liked the fact that. Um, she cared about my business. She cared enough about this to she research. She definitely researched who I was, what my business is, and she communicated to me why, how she understood what my business is, and why she wanted to work with me. Why she felt like you know she she had a strong desire to work with me, and that's what I wanted uh, from my new virtual assistant. And and I was looking for that. And so I designed and I was looking for I found that through this process, I was looking for other things. And um, so so I devised an interview questionnaire of questions and I broke it into certain categories that would help me uncover that person that I was looking for. So what I'm going to do now, by the way, in the show notes, I will link to uh, a Google doc or a PDF document that I created with j- just these things printed out. Now, the thing is, please understand these things are very much related directly to me. And it's got, you know, it's got Andrea written on there or whatever the, you know, it, it's all pretty much directly related to me. But you can use this as a template to, to you know, give you ideas on your own questions when you're interviewing a virtual assistant. So here are the general VA questions that I asked. The first, and, and by the way, I'm going to give you the question and what I'm looking for. 
Why did I ask these questions? And by the way, this is this would be good research for anybody who would ever want to interview for me in the future uh, as far as it comes to VA stuff. So, And the thing is, they have to just have the initiative to go look to see if an, a, a podcast episode like this actually exists. Because if you were to listen to this, it would be the perfect preparation for a VA interview with me. All right, so the first question is, how long have you been a virtual assistant? And And... Uh, the next question is, what made you decide to become a virtual assistant? Now, I'm going to tell you right now, the virtual assistant that I chose, you might be surprised to learn that she's only been a virtual assistant for approximately three months. That's right. I mean, so so I found somebody who I, I, didn't, I didn't expect to connect with somebody. The, the person that I hired, Amy, I did not expect to, to be impressed with the answer of two and a half months, but... It, I was I was impressed. Now, the thing is, is here's what the next thing I, I asked was, is why did you decide to become a virtual assistant? And and Amy's answer really blew me away. And, and of course, that's the thing. I, I wanted to know, what what is the motive? Why did you do this? And of course, I'm certainly not, what, I'm, what I was hoping not to hear was, well, I just needed some money. Okay, that that's what I was desperately hoping not to hear is is I was just looking, you know, this is a great way to earn money from home, you know, and it's like it was just an opportunity to, you know, that that's not what I'm looking for. And what what I'll share with you and I hope Amy doesn't mind, but Amy said, you know, hey, I started some niche blogging. And uh, and I created a couple different uh, social media accounts, and I started to to work with promoting these niche blogs that I was creating, and and then all of a sudden it's like you know I found that I really enjoyed setting all this stuff up. You know, she she found that creating the content for herself there wasn't a lot of motivation to do it, but but she really loved just the the skills that were necessary to to bring all this stuff together and and she was reading some other blogs and some work at home blo- work from home blogs and and she she saw people talking about virtual assistants and and she said, "You know what? I I want to be one of those. I want to do I want to do these things for other people." And and then of course, uh I don't know if you've ever seen the uh movie uh Jerry Maguire. I don't know a whole lot about it to be honest with you. But um anyway, the the good news here is that um, after the end of the interview, I, I went to Stephanie. And I said she pretty much had me at niche blogging <laughs> because that is so te- that is so totally a part of what a lot of what I'm doing. And of course, it really indicated to me about her mindset when it comes to the internet. All right, so basically, I said, "How long have you been with Contemporary VA?" And the answer was, <laughs> you know, the same two and a half months. It, it was. She's pretty much, this is her first experience. Uh, you know, she, I guess some people might say, oh, I just don't know if I want to work with somebody, you know, that that's, that is this new to this. And, um, you know, I, I, I felt confident through the rest of the questions. So, uh, and, and here's the next question I asked. I said, I'm looking for a long-term relationship with my virtual assistant. I had Andrea for one year and it took several months before I felt like she was a vital part of my business. Do you feel like you can become a vital part of my business beyond the next 12 months and of course uh you know the answer to that question is obviously going to be yeah i have no plans on leaving and and uh i i you know the thing is is you know life happens anything could happen and i understand that but at the same time i did want to hear her tell me i yeah i i can commit to you i i i will be here you know and sure i understand this is not a binding agreement and of course if she leaves you know it's it's not going to be the end of the world but i wanted her to know that that i have an expectation that if i'm going to hire you 
I do want to have you around for at least 12 months, you know, and, and hopefully be beyond that. All right. Uh, the next one is, what is your favorite task that you enjoy performing as a virtual assistant? Now, I, I won't share you, with you the answers that of everything that Amy gave to me, but I will just share with you, I wanted to know what are the things that Amy likes to do? What are the things that my vir- next virtual assistant, what what drives her? What What motivates her? What does she love to do most? And I asked her what her least favorite um, uh, task is. And, and of course, I think we all really have that least favorite task. Now, maybe as a virtual assistant, she's she's been lucky to work on most things that she really enjoys. But I hope, I, I, I was hoping to actually even get something there. It's like, well, I'm not really all that crazy about doing this. But I, I mean, I'll do it. It's not a big deal. But she, you know, so so I'm I'm really looking for there. I'm looking for some honesty and some understanding of whether or not you've really uncovered who you are and what you do best. And uh, so that that's the reason why I asked that question. How many other clients are you currently working for at this time? And the reason I asked this question is because I want to know how much time is going to be devoted to me, you know. And in fact, it was the next question. What is your schedule as far as when you'll be available for me? And I wanted to know, you know, what hours do you start working in the day? When do you kind of wrap up? Um, you know, do you work on Saturdays and Sundays? Uh, you know, what are some of these, you know, what are some of the boundaries that you have in place so that I can f- know that what that your boundaries fit with my boundaries and, and, and things work out and stuff like that. Um, let's see here. Would you be willing to use an online tool to track uh, your time logged on my project so that I can see how much time is being spent on tasks and how much time I have left for the month. And uh, I just want to know. It's like, listen, I know this isn't a part of my retainer package that you give me a report on all this. So I want to know if I if I tell you a service that I'd like you to use, would you be willing to use that? All right. I'm currently on a, and here's a big one for me. I And, and this is all about setting those expectations, folks. Remember, I've talked about this before. I'm currently on a 30-hour-per-month retainer. I have several tasks that I have Andrea perform on a weekly basis. She has a good feeling for how long those tasks will take, and I've asked her to always do, always budget my prepaid time to always have time to do those tasks and then evenly distribute any other time, any other time that I have between the weeks evenly so that, she, so that you can then work on less essential tasks. My end result is that I never want to go over 30 hours per month unless I specifically say that I want to. At that same, at the same time, I want to avoid having non-recurring tasks assigned non-recurring assigned tasks to eat away at the time that you are not able eat away at my time so that you're not as, uh, able to as, um, to accomplish those weekly tasks that I give you. So basically, my big thing is is are you going to be able to assure me that you're going to be able to do to track things in such a way and budget my time in such a way that you'll always be able to do the, you know, my posting of podcast episodes and my weekly accounting work that I give you and a couple of those other things like, you know, backing up my Google Docs and, you know, those important weekly tasks. Will you be able to make sure that you're always budgeting it in such a way that any of the other tasks I give you won't get in the way of those as far as time and going over because I do not ever want to go over my allotted assigned retained hours. And she obviously said yes. So that was good. 
Uh, contrary to what my contract might say, might or might not say uh, with CVA and how it's all worded, my question to you is this. Andrea once told me that no task is too small. How do you feel about that statement? And of course, uh, you know, I want to know, you know, if I was to ask you, hey, can you look up a dentist in my area and make me an appointment? Well, you know, is that something you'd be willing to do? You know, no task is too small was something that Andrea brought to the table that um, was important to me. I, I liked I liked that philosophy and I wanted another virtual assistant that had that same philosophy. And so I was glad to find one that definitely has that. Now, the rest of these questions, or not the rest, but the next section of questions is about technology. And uh, the first question I ask is, what cell phone do you use? And and I know this sounds crazy, but I mean, I really, I want to know. I want to know. I I actually, I love, uh, I, I if you don't mind, I'm going to share. I hope Amy doesn't mind. But uh, I'm going to share. Amy has a BlackBerry Bold 9700. And she knew the model right then there on the phone. Now, you know, it, it's not an iPhone. I know. It's not even Android. I know. But it is a smartphone. And it's one that you know, that she is able to to check her email on. She is able to, you know, to interact with online services and, and stuff like that. And, and, it, and, you know, having a smartphone says a lot to me, okay? It, it, did, it did, it communicated a lot to me to know that she has that kind of phone, all right? What count, what, uh, what kind of um, service do you use for your personal calendar, and of course, I was looking for, you know, I want to know, are you using Google Calendar? Um, you know, what, what kind of, how other, what other ways do you organize your day? And, and I won't go into all the details that, that Amy shared with me, but man, the way, the, the things that she says that she does to organize her day, number one, I knew that it would fit right in with what I do and how I organize. And I also knew that she had backups in place that I can, I feel confident that I can give her a task and I know that you know, whether it be a weekly task or a one-time task that's going to happen in four weeks from now, that that she's got things set up in a way that I, I feel like they're not going to slide through the cracks. I asked, are you a Mac or a PC user? Now, um, I, you know, it, it, it's one check against her. She's a PC user, but that's okay. We, you know, we'll deal with that. Um, Andrea was a PC user as well, and I'm not so anti-PC, but... Uh, she, you know, it, it definitely it would have been cool if she said, yeah, I'm a Mac or a Mac person. But uh, anyway, we'll deal with PC. Not a big deal. Um, so, you know, I, I at least wanted to hear, you know, her explanation as to, you know, why do you use the certain computer that you have and stuff like that. And it turns out that her and her husband are both really into gaming. So I definitely can understand their desire to use computers. Um, next couple qu- questions that I have. How many monitors do you have on your computer? All right. Um, you know, honestly, I, I I would prefer working with somebody who has a dual monitor set up. I feel like having two monitors makes you more productive. You can easily have, you know, one screen where you have, you know, one set of, you know, one window open you know, with a report on it right in front of you on the right screen. And then on the left screen, you've got the place where you're entering data into and, and it's, it's so much easier. Um, Amy only uses one and I'm not going to count that against her. It's, it wasn't like a requirement, but I'll be honest with you. I, I, I think that people with two monitors are more productive. And so that's why I asked the question. Um, I also asked the question, what size is your main monitor? I think the bigger the monitor, the more productive you are as well. Um, and you know, the, the answers to the last two questions didn't totally thrill me, 
uh, from Amy, but uh, you know, I, I, I definitely felt confident with a lot of the other questions. Um, so the next answer, or the next question is what screen resolution do you use on, on your monitor? And, and, uh, so I got that information. Uh, what kind of internet connection do you have? And, uh, she uses uh, Clearwire WiMAX, which I am not completely, completely familiar with, but it, I guess it's, you know, it's, it's one of the cities where it's, it's all wireless throughout the, the area and stuff like that. But the most important thing is, is we went into speakeasy.net slash speed test and I had her check the Atlanta, Georgia service, 7.5 megabytes down and 0.94 megabytes up. And that is very, very good speeds. It's it's right in line with what I have. And it's what could possibly help me do some really cool things in the future with um, with podcast production uh, moving forward. So even though things are pretty much bottlenecked here right now uh, until I get her trained, um, you know, it, the, the potential of what she could do with that faster connection in Dropbox uh, I'm I'm very excited about. In fact, I had her download the trial version of uh, Adobe Audition 3.0 for her PC uh, today, and uh, plan on training her hopefully this week on all of that stuff. Do you have Photoshop on your computer? And I was excited to hear that. Uh, yes, she has Photoshop, and not only does she has Photoshop, but she does know how to uh, work with transparent images and and layers. So if I have a tech, like for example, if you go to gspn.tv slash plus, there's a layer of text on there that can be easily updated. She knows how to do those. That was very good information for me. Uh, When creating a word processing document, what software do you use? Um, I was looking, you know, hopefully somebody that has some experience with Google Docs, and she does, and she also uses uh, some other software that, that impressed me, you know, that's a little bit outside of the box, if you will. Uh, but still very, very good stuff. All right. I asked her, you know, do you know how to convert pretty much any document that you want into a PDF document if I were to ask you to do that? And she says, yeah, absolutely. What email systems do you use? And of course, she has a couple of her own dos- domains. Uh, she's had use with Thunderbird, which, I, you know, I mean, just obviously this is somebody's a little bit more technically minded than your average person out there, which this again is a lot has a lot to do with why I chose her uh, to work with, and um, I think this contemporary VA uses Google Apps, so she's very familiar with Google Apps in the Gmail system and the Google Calendar, all the same way that you know that I use it here. Uh, and I asked her, I said, "Do you understand uh, Gmail threading, filters, and how labels work?" And she understood all of that. Um, how familiar are you with Google Docs and spreadsheets? Because my business pretty much <laughs> uh, relies on them. And then she's, I put on here, Andrea has been given an email account on my server. She will often email my clients to give them information or to follow up on something. In the signature, she has a phone number that is set up so that my clients can simply call that number to set up a quick appointment. Can uh, can we set it up to where that number will forward to your phone and you'll answer those questions or answer those quick calls as well? And she says yes. So it was important that my clients would be able to get an email from her and see that phone number and the signature, pick it up and say, hey, I'd like to go ahead and schedule that appointment. Can I go ahead and do that? And I wanted to make sure that was a possibility. I asked this question. I love this question. What is an RSS feed in your own words? 
And I loved hearing the the various different answers between the two people I interviewed. Um, and obviously, you know, niche blogging, you can imagine that, that Amy had a really good answer for that. Um, I asked, do you have a blog personally uh, or for business? Uh, and let's see here. Do you subscribe to any blogs? And I asked, do you subscribe to any podcasts? Um, those are some other questions that I asked. And the idea here is to, you know, how much does she know about this world that I live in? Um, let's see here. If somebody were to ask you what a podcast is, what would you tell them? Just judging ba- based upon what you know now. Uh, I, again, I wasn't looking for the right answer. I was just looking to see how you would answer. All right. How often do you use Skype and do you have a headset to use with Skype? Um, so that was something that I, I wanted to know a lot about. Um, I obviously uh, use Skype to interact with my virtual assistants quite quite a bit. So, um, and in fact, I, I'm looking at Skype as I'm recording, and I see Amy is online and available, and I can send her a chat message, and and she's she would be available to do something for me rather quickly, which is important to me personally. Uh, what's the difference between Blogger, WordPress.com, and a self-hosted WordPress site? Again, just wanted to see how technology savvy she is in the online world in which I live. Um, and then how often do you currently log into a WordPress website? Um, do you know how to create a blog post in WordPress? Do you know how to create a new page inside of WordPress? Do you know how to schedule a blog post that, so that it will post at a, late, at a future date? Uh, so basically, do you know how to to schedule? Let's just say I wanted something to, I wanted you to go ahead and publish it on my site, but I don't want it to show up to anybody until Friday. Do you know how to do that? And she says, yes. I said, do you know basic HTML such as center, image tag, href, equals, br, hr, and things like that? Do you know that kind of HTML? And she said, yes. All right. Uh, if you were, if I were to ask you to go to podcastanswerman.com slash testimonials, and I was asking, if I were to ask you to create, to give you the information, but to ask you to create a, a, a page that's formatted just like that, without you seeing the code from this site, would you be able to reproduce it in another site for me? And she said, yeah, I'd be able to do that. And, and I felt like, she, you know, judging by the conversations that we had had up until that point, that yeah, she'd be able to do it. So that answers, uh, you know, the general VA questions. She answered all the technical que- technology questions. And then came the uh, general social media questions. All right. These were important questions for me to ask. So I said, what is Twitter? And how do you think it could be useful to my business? All right. And then the next question, of course, is what is your Twitter ID? The next one is, what is a Facebook fan page or community page and how do you think it would be useful for my business? What can you tell me uh, about your experience in using Facebook with your clients? What is LinkedIn? How do you think it can be useful for my business? All right. So I asked all of those different questions. What am I looking for there? And I want to tell you exactly what I'm looking for there and what I'm when I, you know, obviously a lot of people will say, and I, and I heard a lot of this, um, I heard, um, you know, th- this is a great way for you to promote your business and your products. This is a great way to tell your 
audience about what you have to offer. This is a way for you to communicate your message, to send out your message to people, to to let people know what you have to say. This is it, and and there was a lot of that. But I was looking. This is what this is one that was absolutely a must, and I couldn't. I, I I'm not going to coach you. I'm not going to teach. I'm, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm I'm just going to ask you these three different services: Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And I want you. I want you to pull it out. And this is what is most important to me. I am looking for. It's a way for you to do all of those things. Sure, that I, you know, connect or not to connect, but to 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 broadcast message, to share your stuff, blah blah blah, to tell the world, blah, you know, all that stuff. But I'm looking for. This is a place where you can connect with your audience. This is a place where you can develop a real relationship online with the people who make you money or with the people who who listen to what you have to say. It's a way where you can take it that normally one way uh relation one way, you know, the one-sided uh relationship and turn it into a two-way two-sided relationship where two-way communication where you can really get to know the people and you can interact with them and build relationships. That's what I was looking for and I'm so thankful to have gotten that from Amy. All right? I asked the question, what is Hootsuite, and do you have any experience using it? Uh, I asked this question, what is a URL shortener, and what benefits do they offer? All right, I was very excited about the answers that I got to those. Um, have you ever used HiRise before? And I'll, you, you may be surprised to hear that Amy had no experience whatsoever with HiRise, but I felt with, you know, all the, again, all the answers and the way that our conversation was going, I, I didn't think that it was going to take very much for Amy to pick up on high rise. And in fact, I can tell you right now, she's she's pretty much already got it down. I mean, and, and not just already got high rise down, but she understands how I use high rise and she understands how I'm using deals and cases and and tasks. And and she's she's on top of it. I'm very excited. Um, how willing are you to learn new software and how how quick are you to pick those, you know, to pick up new systems? And, uh, you know, so again, I was very happy with the answers that I got. Now I have one more section of questions. This is questions related to my business. And again, I want you to understand that I was looking for my interviewees to have at least several days to prepare ahead of time to, to learn a little bit about me and who I am and um, I, I, I'm, I'm asking all of the future questions to see if they did their homework. Because here's what I can tell you what I did, all right? I, was, I, I asked in advance, I wanted to know the names of the individuals that were going to be interviewing with me. And I can tell you what, right now, I don't have a lot of free time, all right? I, I run a business, I got a family, I, you know, I've been sick, you know, actually, no, I wasn't sick at that point. But I just don't have a lot of free time. But I will tell you this, I spent no less than 30 minutes per person researching them online, looking them up on Facebook, looking them up in LinkedIn, looking them up on Twitter, looking it through Google for blogs and other various places where I might be able to see what I can learn about who these people are and how they interact with people. And, and I was able to dig up some, some information and and um, so I did my homework. My question was, could you just type in Cliff Ravenscraft into 
to Google and and maybe find out a little bit about my business. I'm not asking too much here. I just want to know that somebody who's working with me wants to work with me, who has a little bit of initiative to take it to that next level and to say, hey, let me learn about a, a little bit about this person that's interviewing me. You know, sure, maybe, you know, I, I don't want to just be assigned to somebody. I, I want to, I want to, I want to choose him too. You know, that's what I wanted. And so that's why I asked these questions. And I asked one question, what do you know about my business? Okay, open-ended question. Tell me what you know. All right, the next one is, in your own words, what is gspn.tv? My next question was, have you listened to my podcast, any of my podcast episodes? If so, which ones? The next question I asked is, what is plus membership? All right. Uh, the next one uh, I gave was kind of a scenario. Someone finds my website as a result of a Google search. They have they listen to several of my podcast episodes, and then they call and say and leave a voice message asking me to call them back to discuss possible consulting work. How confident do you feel that you can communicate to them that I don't do free sales calls, but that I have that but that my rate is one hundred and fifty dollars an hour with a minimum of one hour? Uh, how confident do you feel like you could communicate to them why you know that they should hire me and that I can help them and and that you can get them onto my schedule? That, that's a question. Uh, what if they can't sim- they simply can't afford it? What what might you s- suggest to them? If, what if they say, oh, that's a little bit more than what I was hoping. I'll have to you know either budget a little bit more or, or come back later. Or, uh, it's just a little bit more. Thanks for your time. What would you say to them? What if they actually seem a little put off? What if they they kind of like, oh gosh, seriously, blah blah blah. It's like I can get that in from blah blah blah. How would you diffuse that tension and 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 come you know and point them in a direction where it's a win win for everybody that that you can show them all the valuable free information that I'm always consistently providing. How confident do you think you can diffuse somebody who's turned off by the fact that my rates are what they are? Um, are you okay with, with learning my equipment order process and taking part in tracking equipment orders and handling customer service issues if it, like, for example, an, a, an exchange issue uh, arises? How do you feel about learning about the process to post up to eight episodes in a single day on my various WordPress websites? How familiar are you with QuickBooks Online? Uh, how do you feel about... Um, learning how to get my PayPal statement once a week and then entering a ton of transactions line by line and putting them into QuickBooks each Monday. How do you feel about that? Uh, and then how confident, uh, let's see here, how fa- okay, how confident do you feel that you can handle a collections call with a client who might be past due on an invoice but still remain maintain my extremely valuable relationship with them? Uh, if I were to create a blog for what is called a niche site, which is so funny since that's how, you know, she obviously knew what knew what a niche site was. Anyway, how comfortable do you feel that you'd be at researching some content uh, to help me uh, populate that site uh, with with new information? And if I were to let you know on Wednesday that I really don't have any idea what I'm going to share on the next uh, tomorrow on the virtual assistant podcast. Uh, do you? How confident do you think you can come up with a, to research a topic and give me some information and some stuff that I can share on the podcast? And uh, and then of course I did ask one final question. And it's an individual question that I asked. 
With all the questions that I've asked you in this interview, are you still interested in being my virtual assistant and why? And that, my friends, is the grilling that I gave to two of the three people that were scheduled. I didn't even have to do the third interview because, like I said, I was already convinced that I had found the virtual assistant that I wanted to work with next. And I am very delighted so far with my choice. I, I really am. And so I hope that you know, you hearing my process of how this has worked out um, is an encouragement to you. And, uh, of course, I've got more to share with you next week. I'll be sharing with you how things go with, uh, you know, not just training her how to do the things that Andrea did for processing my podcast, but maybe even taking it a step further because she does have that faster internet connection that will allow me to just transfer some files over to her. So hopefully we'll have even more great things to share next week. Again, thank you for tuning in. And thank you, Contemporary VA, for sponsoring this podcast. If you guys are looking for a virtual assistant firm, head over to virtualassistantpodcast.com and uh, there's a link over there where you can check them out. God bless you all. We'll talk to you then. Bye-bye.